Today is Friday, February 4th, 2022, and here's some news to uplift your spirits. Based Shaquille O'Neal smashes the backboard in a devastating dunk on vaccine mandates because Shaquille O'Neal is on the right side of history, along with New Jersey trucker and Senator Ed Durr, who supports the Canadian Freedom Convoy, saying when the wheels stops, the world stops. The world is stopping right now for Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, traitorous arsonists inside of the GOP. They are going to be officially censured by the RNC today and good riddance to them and good riddance to Brian Stelter at the Rat's Nest, the Witch's Kitchen, the diseased temple of CNN. Insiders want Brian Stelter fired. We have all the juicy details. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. So, it is Friday morning. Let's start off with some good news. Shaquille O'Neal, you can see up here on the screen. Shaquille O'Neal, unquestioningly, one of the NBA greats. Is he the greatest of all time? I don't know. Probably goes to Michael Jordan. I'm not a huge NBA fan. Certainly wouldn't find me at an NBA game or watching the NBA uh, in my home. But Shaquille O'Neal, I did have a poster of Shaquille O'Neal on my bedroom wall growing up. I'm a huge fan of Shaquille O'Neal. I got to meet Shaquille O'Neal once. Very cool dude. Definitely as tall as uh, he looks on TV. And Shaquille O'Neal, bunch of championship rings under his belt. I don't even know how many championships he's got. Shaquille O'Neal, unquestioningly, one of the greats. He's in the Hall of Fame. But what he did after being on the court is probably even more impressive. What Shaquille O'Neal did after retiring from basketball is he went out and created jobs. Shaquille O'Neal became an investor, very wise one, very good business investor and a very savvy businessman. Shaquille O'Neal owns like 50 Arby's. Shaquille O'Neal is a franchisee all across the American South, uh, Southeast and Southwest. Shaquille O'Neal owns tons of various franchises and businesses, car washes. It's remarkable how successful he has been in business. He took what he made in the NBA and then he parlayed that into something. Shaq has four rings. Okay, team telling me Shaq has four rings. No Tom Brady, but hey, listen, he's the he's the GOAT of post-basketball success. Shaquille O'Neal, I don't know what his net worth is, a lot of money, a ton of money. And he has proven that if you are smart uh, and if you are amble and if you are innovative, you can take this pot of money in America and make many more pots of money and make many more people happy because you're a job provider, you're an employer. Uh, This is why it was so sensical. It made a ton of sense when I saw this clip this morning. Shaquille O'Neal roasting vaccine mandates. The reason why Shaquille O'Neal is destroying vaccine mandates in the clip I'm about to play you, an interview with CNN. I'm sorry, uh, forgive me, an interview with CBS News. Uh, The reason why Shaquille O'Neal is coming out against vaccine mandates and why it makes perfect sense to me and why I was expecting this clip, quite frankly, I'm not even shocked, is because every single employer knows exactly what pain the Biden vaccine mandate would have provided for them and for their employees. Now, by pain, what do I mean by that? 
Joe Biden, a man who has never created anything, never made anything, never made a job, never created a job, never delivered a product that you would want to buy, never done any, never made anything, right? Joe Biden's only ever stood in the way as a parasite to people who make things and do things and, and have uh, a product that you would want to sell, like Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal has a product you want to sell. He owns hundreds of franchises. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden is sitting there saying that he cares more about your employees than you do as a business owner. That's what Joe Biden says. And so to someone who actually creates jobs, it's very hard to create a job. It's very difficult to have people who depend on you to for their sustenance every day, to feed their kids, to go to work. It is it is tough to do that. That is an important role. Shaquille O'Neal uh, dished beautifully right into that role from the NBA, and it's a huge compliment to his character. Instead of taking his multi-multi-millions and just going to a private island, he invested and made people's lives better by providing employment for them, health care for them, and all of the various things that come by being a working man in society. It is a joy, working man or woman in society, it's a joy to have a job, and it is just so important. It's how everything is everything is structured. Shaquille O'Neal is a job creator. So as someone who employs people, Shaquille O'Neal knows damn well that Joe Biden doesn't care more about his employees than he does. Shaquille O'Neal is the one who provides the roof over their heads. And so it would have certainly imposed upon his relationship with his employees, Shaquille O'Neal, a vaccine mandate, and it certainly would have cost him dearly because there will be millions of Americans who will just say, screw you. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I got bodily agency. You can't tell me what to do with my body. And you know what? Damn it. They're exactly right. Shaquille O'Neal is exactly right in this clip, clip 14, that he, that broke last night. Shaquille O'Neal dunking, savagely smashing the backboard on vaccine mandates. Go. Look, I encourage everybody to, to be safe and take care of your family. I do. But there's still some people that don't want to take it. And you shouldn't have to be forced to take something that you don't want. So I don't think people are being forced to take. Well, there are some. There are. I mean, listen, we have a mandate at CBS. That's forced. We have a mandate at CBS. But my but my point. That's forced. But where I wholeheartedly. That's forced. No, it's not forced. It is forced because if the man don't take it, the man will get fired. So Shaquille O'Neal on the on the big podcast, someone named Turner. I'm not familiar with this production. I'm not familiar with this show. I don't listen to CBS News podcasts. <laughs> not in my diet of media. But Shaquille O'Neal bringing such a fantastic, freedom-minded, employer-minded, common-sense worldview. No doubt that podcast is produced out of New York. No doubt that podcast is produced by somebody who's never employed anyone. That that host is simply uh, uh, has never has never created a product. That host is somebody who doesn't have to feel the weight of hundreds of employees or job creation like Shaquille O'Neal does. And so Shaquille O'Neal is saying it's wrong to force people to take medicine they don't like as a condition of their employment. We're employers on this show. We got seven people that work directly on this show or our Newsmax show just inside of Benny Inc., right? Just inside of this company, we have seven. And we have uh, 
you know, between 50 and 100 when you spread it across Newsmax, Turning Point, and all the various things that we do. And so we are very proud employers, and we are very proud to provide for the people that work with us. However, got to say, guys, it's uh, really, really important for the people who are the employers to stand up for their employees and their rights. And quite frankly, that's the whole purpose and the beauty of what Shaq is doing here. What Shaq is doing here is essentially saying that I care about my workers and their rights enough to not force them to take medicine that they may not want. And Shaquille O'Neal started off by saying, hey, listen, I encourage everyone to be safe. I encourage everyone to take care of their family. Uh, But people don't want to take it and you shouldn't be forced to take something that you don't want. Shaquille O'Neal tells his co-host, Nichelle Turner, uh, and Anthony Spice Adams. Uh, 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 and it's it's a beautiful thing to hear. Ladies and gentlemen, we pause our show today to thank our sponsor. We are broadcasting from the Birch Gold Studios here in Tampa, Florida. And we just want to thank Birch Gold for being a supporter of our show. Ronald Reagan, arguably the greatest president in American history. He saw this 40 years ago. Massive inflation that we haven't seen since until today. In his own words, inflation is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Right now, your retirement accounts are under attack thanks to the inflationary policies of this administration. If you've not yet called Birch Gold the only people that I trust to help you diversify your 401ks and IRAs into gold, then you are missing the boat. Actually, you're treading water without a life vest. Birch Gold has your life vest. Let them help you convert your IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered gold IRA. That's what you want. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating with your Better Business Bureau, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your savings. Text Benny to the number 989898 now to get your no-cost, no-obligation info kit. This is a comprehensive 20-page guide that reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can buy them under the umbrella of a tax-sheltered account. So do it now. Text the word Benny to 989898. That's Benny, B-E-N-N-Y, to 989898. It is indeed also the uh, reality that the left is losing the plot on all of this and that there are so many forces driving directly up against the COVID narrative right now and directly up against this authoritarian, tyrannical moment. These hypochondriacs, who typically live inside of, you know, on the very fringes of society, are total weirdos. You don't really, like, you see them at the grocery store pre-COVID, and you'd be like, why are you wearing gloves at the grocery store? These hypochondriacs, Dr. Fauci is a hypochondriac, right? They are narcissists, they're neurotic, and these people somehow, over the, and, and many people are to blame on both sides for this, these people somehow got unlimited power during COVID. Both sides, by the way, are to blame for this, Republicans and Democrats. We handed over our entire very nice functioning society over to hypochondriacs and sociopaths uh, uh, on both sides. And now those people are losing power. They're screaming about it. They're losing the plot. They're losing the narrative. And that is something that Shaquille O'Neal 
as an appreciation post, has never lost. Shaquille O'Neal has actually been based for a very long time. Uh, in preparation for the show, we went and show we went and pulled some of the more based comments from Shaquille O'Neal over the past few months. Here's Shaquille O'Neal talking about freedom of speech as it pertains to the communist Chinese and the ability to criticize the communist Chinese. Shaquille O'Neal, based Shaquille O'Neal, been based for a very long time. Clip 15, take it away. As American people, we do a lot of business in China, and they know and understand our values, and we understand their values. And one of our best values here in America is free speech. We're allowed to say what we want to say, and we're allowed to speak up about injustices, and that's just how it goes. And if people don't understand that, that's something that they have to deal with. But, you know, I just think thought it was unfortunate for, you know, both parties. And then you got people speaking when they don't know what they're talking about. But, you know, Daryl Morey was right. Whenever you see something wrong going on anywhere in the world, you should have the right to say that's not right. And that's what he did. And But, but again, you know, when it comes to business, sometimes you have to tiptoe around things. But, again, they understand our values. We understand our values in here. We have the right to speak, especially with the social media. We're going to say whatever we want to say, when we want to say it. Hell yeah, Shaq. That's right. Freedom of speech. And we have a right to criticize evil regimes in this country. I know the NBA doesn't like that because the NBA is in the pocket of communist China, as so many American businesses are. The reason is very simple. China has billions of people. And the greedy corporatists in this country want access to that market even if that means selling their soul, as the NBA has done. Daryl Morey is a, co- um, a part owner of the Houston Rockets, and he criticized China. And you may remember that that was a big no-no in the NBA. Yeah, that's right. Criticizing a communist concentration prison camp nation that is genocidal and that commits atrocities. Yeah, that's a no-no because people got to make money there. It's absolute blood libel. It is embarrassing. These people have no morals at all. Shaq does, though. And we love the fact that Shaq speaks out. Shaq doesn't need to answer to anybody. Shaq knows what's up. Shaq knows how to take care of his employees. Shaq is against vaccine mandates. Shaq is against the communist regime and their evils. And Shaq is just an all-around good dude. We found clips of Shaquille O'Neal paying for a dude's engagement ring uh, inside of a like Zales Diamonds store. Shaquille O'Neal just walks into the store and like pays for something. We found a recent article about Shaquille O'Neal saying that he, every time he goes into a store, he wants to buy something for someone else. He's uh, very rich, Shaquille O'Neal. I don't know what his net worth is, but he's very rich. So that dude goes in and buys people things when he uh, is in a store. So we found footage of him buying a kid a bike. Here's footage of him buying uh, some young man an engagement ring that he couldn't afford, was putting it away on layaway. Pretty badass watch. I appreciate it. You know, this is the first time. Every time you come in here, I always get on 30 minutes before you come in here. How cool is that? Where's that? Where's Colin Kaepernick doing that? Huh? I mean, like, legitimately, where are all the wokesters and all the SJWs who say and scream day and night about justice and about a better society? Where's AOC doing that? When was the last time AOC, like, went out of her way to do a legitimately nice thing for anyone? Like, went out of her way to, I don't know, like, just provide a service for somebody 
other than herself. You, it's, it is such selfish narcissism, and that's why you call it a virtue signal. Virtue signal is the operative word here, ladies and gentlemen. It is a signal of virtue. It doesn't mean virtue. The people who are virtue signaling, saying defund the police, or we want to build a better society, or workers of the world unite, these people don't like the workers. These people don't want a better society. These people don't care when workers gather together to shut down vaccine mandates in Canada. That's the workers of the world uniting. And now they're inspiring trucker convoys around the world, including in this country. No, 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 no. They're virtue signaling. They are absent virtue. They're just signaling virtue so that people see them and they look virtuous and there's nothing behind it. Shaquille O'Neal going and paying for some dude's ring with no TV cameras there and with no like tweets. It looks like that was like someone just filming it on their cell phone, right? For TikTok. Dude, that's actual virtue. That's what being virtuous looks like. And also being virtuous is providing for your employees, for the people who are working with and for you. Shaquille O'Neal is going out in public, defending his employees, and we commend him. Speaking of defending things that are worth defending, the RNC is defending its honor, I guess you could say, if there is such a thing for the RNC. Some people have very contentious relationship with the RNC. We'll see what happens at their uh, winter meeting in Salt Lake City where the RNC has just advanced a motion to censure Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. Let's read here from The Hill. Members of the Republican National Committee Resolution Committee Thursday unanimously passed a resolution to censure Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, though they declined to call Cheney and Kinzinger to be expelled from the House Republican Conference. Well, I mean, again, that's something that Kevin McCarthy would have the right to do and should. Uh, so what does it mean to censure Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger? Well, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're like thrown out into the cold. It means that the entire party rebukes them, right? And says that you do not represent us and we are ashamed of you, okay? Which, hey, ladies and gentlemen, that's true. Come on, these people are not representatives of our party. They certainly are not representatives of our movement. They are arsonists inside of our home. Let's say the RNC is a nice, big, beautiful wooden home sitting there in the middle of a field, and you had a couple residents inside that home with many rooms and many floors, but you had a couple residents that kept starting fires, all right, inside this wooden home. They kept lighting things on fire, dumping gasoline everywhere, and striking matches. That is what Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger are doing. Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger are just apparatchiks for Pelosi and for the permanent state. They are embarrassing. They are oath breakers. They are a humiliation to our party. And Adam Kinzinger is not running again. So boom, he's gone. And Liz Cheney is getting just wrecked in her race in Wyoming. She'll be gone very soon. I think the primary date in Wyoming is sometime this summer. So here's Fox's reporting on the arsonists of the house, hopefully getting uh, thrown out of the home because the home's going to burn down, damn it, if we allow too many arsonists inside. Check it out. Clips. successful 2022 Thank midterm you. election Thank season. Thank you. 
one where former President Donald Trump has endorsed several primary challengers who've lagged behind their Republican opponents in raising money. Representative Liz Cheney has far surpassed her Trump-endorsed primary challenger in fundraising, all while there's an effort at this Republican National Committee meeting to push House Republicans to remove her and Congressman Adam Kinzinger from the House Republican Conference. In Wyoming, we don't necessarily embrace the idea of a big tent. Representative Cheney told us, quote, I'm a constitutional conservative, and I do not recognize those in my party who have abandoned the Constitution to embrace Donald Trump. History will be their judge. In October 2020, an NBC poll found Republicans supported the former president over the party, 54 to 38 percent. By last month, that flipped to 56 to 36 for the GOP. Republicans are also focused on 2024. Considering a measure to ban their next presidential nominee from participating in debates run by the Commission on Presidential Debates. The GOP says the commission is no longer impartial. Party leaders want changes, like at least one debate before early voting begins and preventing commission members from publicly disparaging candidates. The ball is in their court on whether or not they're going to enact these changes, but the committee is going to decide how we're going to move forward. Party leaders are also evaluating where to hold their 2024 convention. Milwaukee, Nashville, Pittsburgh, and here, Salt Lake City, are finalists. The RNC Resolution Committee is just about to start meeting right around the corner from here. That's where they'll determine the specifics of these measures on Representatives Kinzinger and Cheney and whether to walk away from the Commission on Presidential Debates. John? Rich. All right, so what can you do, man? According to The Hill, this is going to be passed today. The RNC's full body has a vote to censure during the winter meeting Cheney and Kinzinger, specifically citing their work on the January 6th Select Committee, Unselect Committee. This is a Soviet-style Gulag Politburo Committee whose job it is to is to attack their political opponents and attempt to use the power of Congress to embarrass or attack their political opponents. You may remember that Nancy Pelosi broke in shocking manner, even for her, uh, precedent where Kevin McCarthy appointed two rock-ribbed conservatives, Jim Banks and Jim Jordan. Both of those guys would have gone on that select committee and been brawlers they would have brought the House down and actually asked correct questions, which is, and not limited to, but some important questions. Uh, where are Pelosi's emails about security in the Capitol? It is Nancy Pelosi's job to provide security for the Capitol. What was Pelosi doing? Why did Pelosi turn down the National Guard for Capitol security? What exactly was Pelosi's communications with the sergeant at arms and with the head of the Capitol Police in the preceding days leading up to this event when everybody knew that there would be security issues? What are the answers to that? Because there is one person who was actually in charge of security at the Capitol. One person! And that is Nancy Pelosi. It was Nancy Pelosi's job to make sure the Capitol was secure. Why wasn't it? important questions all around. Important questions have been asked by, let's say, Ted Cruz about the FBI's involvement uh, or perhaps lack thereof in leading up to the events of January 6th and the Justice Department's lack thereof. You've heard the questioning from Ted Cruz and it would be very nice to have 
Congress subpoena those answers. Of course, the FBI and the Department of Justice stonewalled uh, in that famous clip and didn't answer. Said, in fact, they couldn't answer, which is a little damning if you think about it, because that's a damning topic. Quite frankly, the answer should have been, no, we had zero involvement, of course, obviously. So them saying, no, we can't answer and talk about our procedures and our policies and our methods, methods and procedures is what, how they, they call it. Uh, well, hmm, let's see. That's a little bit of a red herring right there. That's a little bit of a warning sign from the FBI, but I digress. It's not what this live is about. Ladies and gentlemen, those would be the things that we would find out, but instead we get handpicked Republicans. Why would Nancy Pelosi handpick Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger? Because she knows that Liz Cheney is a subservient, a literally a lackey, a bootlicker for the permanent state in Washington, D.C. That's the entire role of Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney doesn't live in Wyoming. Liz Cheney lives in Northern Virginia with all of her defense contractor buddies. That's her only job is to make sure that defense contractors get paid, including but not limited to her dad, Dick Cheney. That's the role. Yes, I'm ashamed to have supported Bush Cheney <laughs> back in the day. I didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. But man, have in the the harsh light of history, has that been was that like perhaps the most damaging administration uh, in my lifetime. I'm not sure. We'll see. Joe Biden coming up on a close second. We'll see how it all plays out. Here's what Harmeet Dillon, a absolute friend of the show and a total fighter for our cause said about this, uh, 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 said about this censure. This is not about them being anti-Trump, Harmeet says. She's a national committee member from California. You see her on Tucker show almost every night. There are plenty of people in this party who are anti-Trump whose names don't appear in the resolution. These two specific these two took specific actions to defy party leadership, serving on the January 6th committee, giving Pelosi the cover of calling it a bipartisan committee, and uh, then being used as useful idiots and lackeys for the Democrats and their narratives. Dylan said that the RNC committee chairwoman, Rona McDaniel, spoke in favor of the revolution resolution and passed by the resolution committee. The resolution that advanced Thursday is a weaker rebuke of the two lawmakers, classic uh, GOP there, no will to power. Initially put forward by two-time Trump campaign advisor David Bossie at the RNC's annual meeting, which called for Cheney and Kinzinger's ouster from the House committee. Now that would stick. This comes nearly a year after Cheney was removed from GOP House leadership after she voted to impeach Trump. Statement from the RNC resolution, Kinzinger said, now I'm even more committed to fighting conspiracies and lies. Who cares? Adam Kinzinger is lost his seat. He groveled before the Democrats and they repaid him by axing his district. Adam Kinzinger will not be a member of Congress. He will be just a sad, miserable loser coming on MSNBC every once in a while from his studio apartment in Peoria, Illinois. What a complete fraud. I've been a member of the Republican Party before Donald Trump entered the field, he said. My values and core beliefs remain the same and have not wavered. I'm a conservative who believes in truth, freedom, and upholding the Constitution of the United States. Okay, well... Here's a uh, very interesting question for Adam Kinzinger. Uh, if you believe in upholding the Constitution of the United States, why did you vote to impeach Donald Trump for literally zero reasons? That 
was another thing that Trump was acquitted for. And I think most importantly, why are you serving on an unconstitutional committee that is subpoenaing private American citizens, phone records and information like a Soviet gulag? If you care so much about our constitution, these super patriots, they just drape themselves. James Comey did this. It makes my blood boil. They would drape themselves in the founding documents when they themselves are indeed the types of tyrants that those documents were written against. It is embarrassing, but not as embarrassing as this clip clip crying go. You guys all talk about the effects you have to deal with. And, you know, you talk about the impact of that day. But you guys won. You guys held. You know, democracy. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, enough of this. Enough of this. These people, they're such losers. They're going to lose their seats. They're done. They're finished. They're time. The, the Cheney time, the, Ch- the Bush Cheney uh, Republican Party is dead. It's gone. It's finished. Okay? It's dead. It's done. No more. Cheney's going to lose her seat. Kinzinger's already out. These people are just humiliating themselves out the door. It's just like humiliation porn. Uh, And, you know, if you think that the left is going to be like a very kind master to you after you like bow and give them your subservience, you should go ahead and check in on anyone else who's crawled over their direction and see exactly how well they've been treated. Trust me, they are uh, cruel mistresses. You do not want to be at their tender mercies. And you know what? Maybe that's what they deserve. So seriously, Kinzinger and Cheney, good freaking riddance. Kevin McCarthy, for his part, should absolutely kick them out of the conference. That's what I personally believe. Kick them out of the conference. Strip them of the name Republican. Don't let them use the name Republican. That's the thing that they're, that is most valuable to corporate media is when you can get a Republican to turn on their party and then you can say, hey, look, look at what this Republican's doing. It's a trick. It's a tactic. It's evil. And you should strip people of that title if they are indeed burning down the house that we all live in. The end. All right. Speaking of bringing down the house, Senator Ed Durr, New Jersey trucker, Senator Ed Durr. Man, you remember this guy. He beat the most powerful Democrat in all of New Jersey with 153 bucks. Uh, and he is himself a trucker. He supports the Canadian truckers. And he says, when the wheels stop, the world stops. Ed Durr, a national hero. And we have a clip of Ed Durr making, uh, making <laughs> truckers crack up. Throwback clip number one, Ed Durr, let's go. Have you talked to Sweeney since you dethroned him? I mean, how baffled is he? Yes, yes. We, we had a uh, phone conversation yesterday after he had uh, given his uh, press conference to the media and he congratulated me and just wished me luck to do well for South Jersey. So he was a gentleman about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was a gentleman. Good for him. And, and we... we you know, and like I told him, I said, you know, if he ever needed anything, just give me a call, you know, because I'm, I'm his representative now. <laughs> That's so great. But Mr. Durr, congratulations. It's great to talk to you. Uh, 
<laughs> I love Ed. I love Ed Durr so much. We got to get Ed Durr on the show. We have to get him up on Facebook Live. We have to bring him on this show. I want Ed Durr. I want Ed Durr. I want to do an interview with Ed Durr. We have been in contact with his office. We've been trying to set something up, uh, and we're going to make it happen. Trust me. Uh, Ed Durr is exactly why I'm so excited. At the beginning of this live, I was just so excited and full of energy for this movement. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason why is because of people like Ed Durr. He proves that representative democracy still works and that these sad, miserable people like Kinzinger and Cheney, they can be thrown out and that you can change the world. You can change your entire country if you just stand up and do something. Truckers in Canada are proving that right now, and Ed Durr proves that in America, winning his race with 153 bucks. Ed Durr, a fellow trucker, of course, is in support of the Canadian truckers, telling Breitbart News in an exclusive interview that he supports the Canadian Freedom Convoy led by fellow truckers. Social distancing... <laughs> this is a quote from Ed Durr. Truckers have been social distancing in trucking long before it became a popular phrase. Yeah, so Durr asserted that any decision to receive a vaccine or medical intervention is personal business. It's not the government's business. Yes, thank you. Ed Durr and Shaq on the same side of history, the right side of history. He dismissed far-left Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau as a joke and called the trucker protests, who called the trucker protests racist, uh, and said that Trudeau has a long history of wearing blackface. <laughs> Ed Durr! With the sledgehammer. Last November, Durr became the most famous trucker in America when he defeated the Garden State's longtime Senate president, Steve Sweeney. Many saying Sweeney was, of course, the most powerful Democrat in New Jersey and one of the longest serving. Stunning upset wowed political experts all across the spectrum. After 25 years on the road with 2 million miles driven, he knows a thing or two about what motivates truckers to protest the vaccine in Canada. Here's what Durr has to say. I support the truckers, Durr said over the phone in the interview with Breitbart. I feel that anybody, anybody's health is their personal business. It's not the government's business. So when you have a mandate that requires you to tell everybody what your health status is to enter a country or to have a job, it is wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, Ed Durr going in. We do have some Ed Durr memes for you here that we're going to toss up on screen. I mean, you got to... You got to appreciate Ed Durr. <laughs> this one's funny because Ed Durr went to uh, Dunkin' Donuts and bought his supporters Dunkin' Donuts. It was his one campaign expense. His campaign expense, based on his records, was a Dunkin' Donuts trip for his volunteers. God bless Ed Durr. Ed Durr says, you need truckers. You need truckers to get the products from the ships to the stores, to the stores, to the factories, the factories, to the stores, from the rail yards, to the airports. You take a truck. You'll never move a product without a truck. They are needed. That's right. Sweet Ed Durr coming in, coming in for the kill here. When the trucks stop, the world stops. When the wheels stop, the world stops. That's true. And Canada's finding that out right now. Ed Durr says, when they are saying they're not going to accept this, if they will affect policy, I firmly believe it. The truckers are saying they will not leave Ottawa until the mandates are revoked. That is such an important stance that the, uh, that the truckers are making there in Canada. The Freedom Convoy is having an incredible effect. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau 
has dismissed it as a fringe minority. Well, that's very interesting because this fringe minority just shut down your country and has created a worldwide phenomenon. Justin Trudeau, I don't know him personally, but he is a joke, says Ed Durer. <laughs> For somebody who can go uh, and call individuals racist with the things he's done in the past, that seems absurd. Talking about Justin Trudeau's multiple use of blackface. Uh, in I think their voices definitely need to be heard. And I think the only way for people to hear things is when you protest. They are concerned with police brutality when Black Lives Matter started protesting. It seems they should be concerned about the mandates when other people start protesting. Isn't that right? Isn't that what the left always tells us about? Will to power, direct action. Yeah, if you don't like something, you can go ahead and you can fix it. In his home state of New Jersey, Durr said that he would continue to fight for people's bodily autonomy in the face of government mandates, and he's currently sponsoring Bill S-1106 that seeks to prohibit the mandatory use of medical devices by minors without informed parental consent. We have a major issue here in New Jersey, Durr says, with parents being concerned about their children being masked in schools. I presented this bill this week that would do away with the masking because it would put it in the parents' hands, of course, where it belongs. Just like every medical decision, it belongs in your hands. It's your body. It comes from this, our philosophy and our worldview that says that your body is a gift from God. You have a spark of life inside of you, and that spark of life is holy. That spark of life is yours to protect. Your body is a temple as the Bible says, and you must protect it. And that is indeed between you and God. The government isn't there to say that you no longer have control of your body. The government is there to protect anyone else from infringing on your relationship with God and your natural rights. Natural rights being inalienable. Inalienable. What does it mean? It's in our constitution. Inalienable rights means no one can take them away from you. And the entire Constitution, as written, is simply there to protect those rights. That is the purpose of the government. Nothing else. Not to infringe on them. The old trucker wisdom from Ed Durr in New Jersey coming in strong. Ed Durr and his incredible memes. $153. Ah, <laughs> oh, the, Ed, the Ed Durr memes. Ed Durr, I have $3. Welcome to the Senate. Yes, very good. All right. Okay, what else we got? New Jersey Senate President, $153. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, sweet Ed Durr. We sure do love him. And we love the memes. And we love the memes associated with them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Last story, last story. Talk about a... Uh, talk about a... A person who probably shouldn't have a job. And I'm going to say that. Just, I know, I know. It's mean to say. I don't wish people to not have jobs. It sucks to not have a job. I've been there. Uh, but, man, dude, this guy, Brian Stelter, as Tucker Carlson calls him, the palace eunuch. And the palace has no king anymore because Jeff Zucker uh, left uh, CNN, uh, resigned CNN. Now, we have insider reporting of exactly what was happening uh, behind the scenes, and that reporting has now played out in grandiose terms. We tweeted last week, we tweeted last week that it was not the affair with his subordinate that left CNN president exposed, for lack of a better term, 
Jeff Tubin also. Uh, it was not the affair, the salacious affair with a CNN staffer that actually caused his downfall. It was indeed, that was indeed simply a shroud, a cover of darkness, a get out of jail fast ticket for him to get the hell out of Dodge because Discovery Network, which is buying CNN, is going to clean house. And so they are saying, you can leave now. Now, associated with all of this is Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo's firing, of course, for covering up the sickening abuses of his scumbag serial killer brother governor. Man, what a story here. How, this, I mean, this is just one for the ages. You'll, you'll, I'll spend the next 80 years here in America and never see anything like this. So Chris Cuomo fired, and Chris Cuomo is just bringing the whole house down. Uh, Jake Tapper is, uh, according to recent reports, calling Chris Cuomo uh, a terrorist uh, and saying that he is going, he has been taking all of these recordings and essentially been using these recordings and documents to bring down the entire diseased temple that is CNN. That's what insiders have been telling us, and now that is playing out in short order on your own television screen. Clip 7, the eunuch essentially confirming our reporting that this is far more about Chris Cuomo's vengeful attacks on CNN than it is about uh, an affair with a staffer. Go. Chris Cuomo reference. Cuomo was fired in December and he is not going out quietly. He was fired and there were reports that he wasn't going to get paid the millions of dollars that were going to be on the remainder of his contract. So as a source uh, said to me earlier today, he was trying to burn the place down. He was going to court trying to burn the place down and claiming that he had incriminating information about Zucker and Gullist. So if that's the case, if this is a domino effect that begins with Andrew Cuomo going down the governor's office and then Chris Cuomo being fired from CNN and then Jeff Zucker losing his job at CNN, that is a remarkable domino effect, a chain of events. I think that is part of the story. Yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, Brian Stelter, man. Brian Stelter. Holy crap. What a great meme. <laughs> I'm sitting there looking up. What a great meme. He really is Humpty Dumpty. Here's what insiders tell the Daily Mail. Insiders at CNN say the network needs to step up and fire Brian Stelter. He is allegedly our top media reporter, yet he failed to report on Scoop that everybody in the office knew. And he wants to say that he didn't know he is truly terrible at his job. <laughs> Why would CNN want to fire this guy? Brian Stelter, the potato head. It is shocking how well that works. How well does this work? Sam, can we put this full screen? It is really amazing how well that works. Uh, okay, so Stelter truly doesn't know how to deal with the memes made about him. And so we will play more memes. The memes will continue until morale improves. Clip nine, Stelter doesn't know how to deal with memes. Disproving viral tweets is different than debunking a TV ad. Combating meme makers is different than rebutting newspaper columnists. And the memes are pretty powerful sometimes. My suburban grocery stores never had empty shelves like that. But the messaging here saying that Biden is to blame for anything bad about the economy, it is clearly sticking to some degree. Even though economists believe GDP is going to surge this quarter, even though the American recovery is historically strong after the pandemic, the meta story is that we are in choppy waters. As Jonathan Chait wrote in this New York Magazine cover story, nobody can ascertain exactly why the public has turned so sour, so, sour, so fast. 
If you ever want to see the saddest people in America, it's the people who believe that they are beyond being made fun of. There's a reason why King George back in colonial times, where it was illegal to make fun of King George. There's a reason why in China, it's illegal to have memes of Winnie the Pooh, because Winnie the Pooh looks a lot like Xi Jinping. The first thing that dictators, autocrats, and sad little people don't want you to do is to make fun of them. That's why free speech goes away as soon as an autocrat takes control. You certainly cannot mock them and you certainly cannot make fun of them. Memes are the political cartoons of our era and political cartoons are very powerful. They've taken down many a corrupt administration and so we will meme the hell out of people like Brian Stelter, especially if he says he doesn't like it like he did in that last clip. Insiders say that Brian Stelter should be calling his agent to start looking for a new job. That's right. He's been Jeff Zucker's water boy for years, and no one believes that he did not know about all of this, meaning the new scandals at CNN. He's been sitting on his moral high horse doing Jeff's bidding and ripping Fox every and every other media outlet that Jeff tells him to while his ratings crash and burn. Where was he on the biggest story at his own network? This is what people are telling the Daily Mail. I'm not sure how Stelter was supposed to report out on his own boss having an inappropriate relationship with a subordinate. This would be a blatant act of insubordination and a violation of trust. My issue with Stelter is that is not his silence, but his willingness to service the cover-up of an affair with blatant misinformation. Yeah, it's not great in, at CNN. Listen, guys, we're finding out now that essentially everybody knew that the place was crashing and burning. Our sources tell us that CNN is just a dumpster fire, that Discovery Network is going to clean house. All of the agents and propagandists you see on CNN from Don Lemon to Jim Acosta, those days are over. Their days are numbered, just like Stelter. The place is going to go up in flames. And the Trump supporting Trump donor, who is in charge of the Discovery Network, this dude is going to be making changes. He has said on various interviews that he wants CNN to return to its days of doing actual journalism with actual journalists. These are the quotes from the man now who is the chief owner of CNN. And so you can actually read the writing on the wall. This is what's happening. Chris Cuomo, as of this morning in breaking news, has settled for $9 million of his contract to stop him from filing a lawsuit, according to my team right now. So it seems like Chris Cuomo is going to get a fat payout for using CNN in order to slander, libel, and cover up for his scumbag brother. It is an embarrassing witch's kitchen, a rat's nest, and a rat's nest that seems like it may go even lower. Man, even lower. CNN, how low can you go? Brian Stelter had even an ounce of integrity. He would have either put up a stop to this or resigned. Instead, he participated in a three in the three-way, as did Jake Tapper, Wolf Blitzer, and Anderson Cooper, Alyssa Camerata, and the rest. They all knew about the three-way, and they all serviced it by aiding and abetting Andrew Cuomo. That, indeed, seems to be the sleazy, ethically compromised CNN racket. What is coming to light in the press right now is that CNN's 
real scandal is that they were advising Andrew Cuomo and then using CNN as a PR platform to give Andrew Cuomo essentially his own cable news network inside of New York in order to push propaganda uh, and in order to assist him and his political aspirations, which are now dead as he is a disgraced governor of New York. And as he, the, the people who are propping him up, CNN, are disgraced themselves. So the other thing that separates Stelter from his sleazy, ethically compromised CNN colleague is that he is a wafer thin mint away from exploding. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, okay. These are some pretty savage lines from the leakers there at CNN. Crash and burn, baby. Crash and burn. You reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. And ladies and gentlemen, whatever goes around, comes around. And that is our broadcast for today. And a good message to take into the weekend, quite frankly, is that if you want happiness and if you want joy in your life, if you want to live in a country that is full of happy people and that is full of joy and that is full of a good future for your children, make that, live that every single day. You do reap what you sow now more than ever. It does become a pretty shocking revelation to see these people who slandered and misled and who attacked people, attacked Kavanaugh, attacked Trump, Michael Avenatti. Brian Stelter called Michael Avenatti the front runner of 2020, asking him if he's going to run for president against Donald Trump. I mean, guys, these people are sick. They're sick. Don't reap that. Do not put that into the ground because you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Put instead into the ground happiness, be a happy warrior, love your country, create a better nation, create a better place, rip down the old rotted edifices of the old party, the Liz Cheney's, the Adam Kinzinger's, get them out and let's build something new and beautiful. And American Trucker Convoy, ladies and gentlemen, let's do this thing. It's going to be awesome. It's been a great week of very inspiring news. We are uplifted. We hope you are uplifted. Thank you for following along this week. God bless you. God bless America. Let's go save America. See ya.